Hey, hey, welcome back to uh, Bander Over Whiskey. So um, we're, we're missing a couple of soldiers tonight. Uh, we've got um, Mark, Adrian and Mick um, off crook or, you know, chucking a sickie or, or I don't know. They're, they're, they're not around tonight, unfortunately. They couldn't make it. Um, so you're stuck with the three of us. So um, we've got Vic. Okay, Vic, welcome. And, and we've got uh, we've got John. Um, and myself, Brad. So, yeah. So um, we're trying something a little bit different tonight. We're um, we're uh, just doing a short short podcast where we just have a discussion about a couple of whiskies. Um, we just um, those of you that have been around for a little while listening to our podcast know that we uh, we do a thing called "What's in Your Glass." So um, tonight we just thought we'd do a short one, um, and it was just a, a "What's in Your Glass." So. Um, we may as well just jump straight straight in. So who wants to go first? John, do you want to go first? Yeah, no sweat. I'll go first. So I am actually tucking into, I literally just poured it. I haven't noticed it yet. I haven't done anything because uh, before jumping on here, I actually got into a uh, boat rocker stout. So that's in my other glass at the moment. And I have... Now that the cat's out of the bag and uh, Overeem have released news about their up-and-comer, their new musket cask, I was very fortunate enough to get my hands on a sample pour of that. So that is what is in my glass now. So a big thanks to, to Jane and Mark for uh, providing the um, the little gift sample alongside the, um, the sour cask that I was very fortunate to get my hands on because that sold out in a whopping 20 minutes, if I recall correctly. Uh, 80, no, 92 bottles. But anyway, in the glass is something that you can pick in a blind that is overream spirit. Like, uh, just sings, like just the, the ginger snap uh, biscuit note that you know, the real spices that come through um, in, you know what, it's like liquid Anzac biscuits. That's generally what I get from, uh, from overream spirit. It's just very buttery, it's spicy, um, like heaps of ginger. And but this has got some lovely dark fruits coming through, uh, from you know, the oh man, that's this has got a fair bit happening to it. And you know what? I'm actually going to have a sip first because usually when you have a sip, more comes out on the nose. Well, I find that it does that is. Oh, wow. Like marzipan, um, like super fruity, very nutty. But that backbone spirit that you get from Overeem whiskey is just there. It is really, really lovely. And Muscat's uh, one of those spirits that, well, it's one of those cast finishes that um, I find that some, quite a few Aussie distillers uh, may struggle with. These guys seem to have nailed it at, 48.5% ABV. That is a, um, oh, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Like the finish is still just there. It's chewy. It's got some length on it. Um, yeah, I may have to jump on the bottle of this. That's bloody hell. That's that's some good stuff. Real good yeah, stuff. I, 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 it's certainly on my on my uh, shopping list. I, like as soon as it comes out, I, I want to see if I can get on it. Um, 
I don't know how many I don't know how many they've got that are coming in in the musket musket cast. Do you know, John? Um, not sure. It's, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling because they they were telling us about it on the podcast when they were on. Um, yeah. And I I have a feeling they said that it was a it was a because it's a musket finish, isn't it? So, yes. um, oh, gee, yeah, I, I just can't remember. I had a feeling there was a couple of casts that went into it, um, and so it might be like a two hundred liter or something. I, I think. So, yeah, so it might be yeah. like another, like another stout release, like similar, mm. like about hundred bottles or something, maybe. Oh well, if it's a two hundred liter, it might be, um, you know, yeah. you, there, there yeah, might be two hundred bottles, two hundred plus bottles. So that'd be yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Um, that'd be ideal. But, but yeah, it sounds it sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. Yeah, I, awesome. I think yeah. it, I was down there in I was down there in April and um, we went there. I'm pretty sure we got to try it, and uh, at the time it, it wasn't quite ready. So um, mm. yeah, it, um, it and it was pretty bloody good then. So yeah, um, look, there's heaps of candy fruit that's coming through as well. Very oily. So this just wraps around the palate like it's got nothing to lose. It is real cool stuff. Uh, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no heat coming through. That's uh, just a very, very approachable whiskey. And, I think, um, I, I yeah. think that's something about Overeem. Like you say, the 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 spirit that they have, it's very distinct. You know, yeah. like you mentioned the spice. Like there's a bit of a pepperiness to to the yeah. spirit in in most of the Overeems that you get. Um, I think yeah. the only one is probably the. Um, uh the flock shots that although no it does too yeah sorry it does as well there's one there's one that i've got downstairs that it, that it doesn't quite have the same well maybe it's a domargus that's not quite like that is it yeah right know. anyway um that, that's that's one of the things about their their spirit isn't it is that it's got that that spiciness but at the same time it's got a really good uh, mouthfeel to it it's got yeah. a, a oily you know yeah, lovely, lovely mouthfeel. Mm. Good stuff. Really that sounds good. awesome. Sounds I guess awesome. I'm about to turn this into a boiler maker too because I've got the stat there next to me. So that's <laughs> most likely what's going to end up happening. And that's a 6.1% stout. So that's quaffable. It's, yeah, not a big hitter, but that's one that you still got to respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. What'd you say? No, no, six point. No, it's 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 six point one percent. So for a stat, that's pretty. That's pretty tame. Pretty oh really? Tame. Okay. No worries. Yeah, most stats they get a bit heavier than that again. Like they they'll range eight or nine percent, go a bit further than that. But a sessionable stat, yeah, somewhere between five to six percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay, big. What what what's in your glass? I have a rye, an American rye whiskey from um, distillery called Castle and Key. This is probably one of the the first releases, and um, there was a lady there called Marianne, and she was the first female distiller in Kentucky, and she used to work for them. So this would have been one of her um, one of her spirits. That she laid down in the barrels. Pinhook is like an independent bottler. So what they do, they source the spirit from different distilleries, 
And um, the plan is the minimum age is four years and they're going to go all the way up to 12 years. So they're going to have different expressions from different distilleries. So it's something very interesting, very hard to get bottles. They, when they release the first four-year-olds, just about selling out everywhere. And now uh, for the viewers at home, the bottles, they all have different, they all uh, wax on top, similar to the Maker's Mark that we get here in Australia, but the bottles are uh, like a George Stag clear bottle, long, 750 mil, and um, the wax is different colors. So this one here is called um, Tis Right Time, and they're all gonna be this color. Uh, the second one, the five-year-old, which I have downstairs from a different distillery, but it's still going to be a rice and expression. So for example, it'd be like Justin um, from Whiskey Isolation that we had here a few podcasts ago, which everybody should go and listen. Great podcast I was. Uh, it's like Justin going to all these different distilleries and picking a four-year-old first for a single malt, then a five-year-old for, a again, a single malt, going to another distillery, picking, say, a four-grain, year old and so on very highly sought whiskey very limited quantities come to australia very expensive but i love it it's um a superb rye it's got your typical cinnamon caramels fresh baked rye whiskey uh rye bread sorry and um i love it it's one of one of my favorites and it's only four years old mate so when these things get to 12 god so uh, sorry. So I, I, so, what's the color? The color depicts the distillery, or the no, color. No, the color picks picks the the expression. So the okay. Rye, so the rise, all the rise will have that same same yes. wax color to them, and and that yeah. I for the people at home, it, it sort of matches part of the label, doesn't it? On that yeah, and that also. So, yeah, the main important thing, the main thing about it is it's all their bottles are named after a racehorse. Oh. Yo, oh, what's what's it called? The 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 independent bottle. Pin hook. Pin Because that is yeah, a hook. hook. That is a horse, sorry. That's so, a horse. So what they've done, hook. what they've done, they picked the colours that um the jockeys wear. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah, they are really cool bottles. They look like one bottle. It's 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 the the concept is flabbergasting. It's really appealing, but no one expected the quality of the whiskey to be as good as it is. And as they start picking the older whiskies, it's just man, it's phenomenal. And um, once it gets to twelve, I doubt it. I reckon when it gets to nine, ten years, I doubt it. I think at the moment now they're up to six. I think it was two years ago they started coming out. But um, yeah, the fans of American whiskey, they will everybody will be very familiar with um with this with this expression yeah, with this brand. I was fortunate enough to get my hands on oh I, I got my hands on a sample pour of Pinhook as well. Um I'm which, just which trying to show that? it. What color is that one? Five. Oh, like oh that's the blue is that's the like baby blue one. Yeah, it's called Rye Humor. Yes, fuck. Well, sorry about the swearing, <laughs> but F you, John. The first time yeah. I had it, the first time I had a pin hook was that thing. Same. Um, what's his same name? Devon and Lily. Devon yes. and Lily. So you had he, the same yeah, bottle. He gave us, he gave us he the cracked, 
he cracked that thing up here in Sydney, and yep. we 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 drank. We all had bottles. I had a stag. So everyone was supposed to take a banger and something. Anyway, and he yep. cracked that. That was the first bottle we cracked on the night. And mate, I got. I did the biggest pour. Everyone was placing themselves, and he goes, "Look, we got all these whiskeys to go through." And I go, "Listen, this is probably the only time I'm gonna have a pin a pin hook on my life, and it's <laughs> one of the best rides I've ever had." And I wanted to get the bottle off him, but there you go. So the bottle ended up down in Melbourne and he shared the round. Good on him. Yeah. That's delicious, so, John, um, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because then they're dropping uh, off some um, some bottles to him. Uh, I think, oh, yeah, I took over some Glen Livet uh, single casks. And um, yeah, and he goes, all the bottles here, have a pour. And he asked me if I heard a pinwalk, and I'm like, no, I haven't. So, and uh, it was very generous enough to, give me like because he only had like a small amount left but he still gave us enough to take home and sample so nice done that and i just went wow that has to be the most intricate rye whiskey i've ever had like yeah it's it's just next level stuff it really is um and it really challenges you like and what a surprise as well like they're on a real good thing real good very thing, complex people. so yeah, yeah very so complex if anyone out there um, brings bottles in, just contact Bandera and Bandera of a Whiskey. Victor will be very happy to purchase them privately <laughs> at a premium price. Because this shit's good. Wow. Wow, there's what enough of people can't refuse. What, what have I got? Uh, well, it's it's funny you started that, uh, your, your what's in your glass off talking about whiskey in isolation. Well, that's, that's exactly what I've got. I've got the... Um, the first release by uh, Justin, um, and it's the nearly New York Sour. Um, so it's a 53%, um, and I believe it was three virgin, no, was it virgin? Oh, French oak. It was three French oak uh, Shiraz casts. That's right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't virgin oak. It was Shiraz cast. Um, and then it was finished. Um, the three of those were vatted and put into a bourbon cask, I think. Yeah. Uh, yep. That was an old, was it a Buffalo Trace? <laughs> there you go. Thanks, thanks Vic. <laughs> Just I, knew, I, knew it was, it was, I knew I knew it was something like that. But um, yeah. yeah, so um, it's quite. It, it's um, it's a like it, it, his ethos is to have something different isn't it so you know this this whiskey is like I, um I, I love it it's great i've just I, and this is this is literally my first first time trying it um tonight um yeah, and thank thank you john for the sample um right. i do i do have a bottle everybody at home i do have a bottle i bought a bottle but um i yeah. wasn't opening it just yet but uh, and john kindly sent me a sample um yeah you can thank justin for that when i was merely the messenger boy <laughs> you'll be um you'll be cracking that bottle <laughs> you watch I think, I think i will be yeah i think i will be it's um i love what the i love what the um the bourbon cask has done to it i'm, I'm normally i'm not i'm not a massive fan of shiraz cask whiskies um but this one holy cow it's got that really nice pepperiness that you get from a that you get from a um a Shiraz cask. Um Especially but normally it's normally the finish on a Shiraz cask is quite 
quite um i would say i would say it's like it's it yeah it's thin tannic and quick really quick um and it might leave a bit of a, a not so great taste in your mouth um but the yeah. bourbon cask oh man bourbon cask is really really rounded it off at the end it's um i'm really enjoying that yeah. um you're right Vic. i think i think i might end up having to open up the open up the bottle it's um, well, so good i i ended up buying another bottle because when i posted the review justin said he put in a plug they're saying oh by the way Chamless plug he put the website there and um still got some bottles left and when i saw that reply i'm going Fuck! Straight on the website. What a number! He's only, he's only got a handful left. I know that much. So yeah, but, yeah. Um, I was keeping a few for um tastings and all that, which yeah, which is understandable. It's his first release, so he wants to promote it. And what a way to start off with, Jesus! Yeah. That's such a solid whiskey to have an Australian single malt, to yeah. have all those flavors thrown in, like all those, all those bourbon profile <laughs> so, <laughs> that you so, yeah, be excited here. <laughs> yeah. so I, I i'm still i still don't quite understand i mean i think it's got something to do with the sorry the the red wine and the bourbon but i don't understand the nearly new york say oh I'm, like i'm not a i i, I don't quite get what that it's, is it's a but, base of in red wine, but um, I don't think it just it does justice to um to the whiskey. I think the whiskey supersedes that by far. I don't know what cocktail you would call it if you call it a cocktail, but um, I reckon it'd be borderline uh, near Manhattan. <laughs> yes, yeah, but uh, an upmarket one, something with a really top shelf bourbon, something like a uh, one of those George Stag ones. Because Buffalo Trace has got the typical, you know, every Australian distillery's got their house taste, and you guys just talk about Overeem, and yes, Wes up yeah. there, he's got his his gum, and uh, so does what's the name backwards, and the Buffalo Trace is the the sweet caramel, the trickle caramel, without being too sickly, too sweet, and um, you can get that. You, it's very hard to get that on um, a single malt, and they managed to do that incredible yeah. so that that would have been a good barrel he was lucky or maybe they they sourced it on purpose but who knows but fuck me that that, that is a great whiskey wow he's got well some cool yeah exactly I was, that's exactly what i was going to say you know like he you know as i said before his ethos is to um do something that's different so they've got some really from what he was telling us they've got some really exciting casks um and they're doing some really different things with them so and i like it's you know what i i hope i hope that he pushes the boundaries enough to to make some mistakes i know that sounds silly but um i hope he i hope he continues to do that because this is this is phenomenal this this whiskey um it's not really quite like anything i've had before so yeah, I, I think I'm it excited. pays homage to Australian Australian whiskey because we we have had only basically red wine casks mm. and even a few of our don't get me wrong our fortified wines are 
probably the best in the world. Like you put them side by side with the ports and with even some of those French fortified ones, mate. We up there with the best. So a lot of smart distillers are using those cocks to finish, but not many people have gone um, the bourbon finishing or the aging like the Scots or the Scottish have done on the magnitude. I mean, Kilara has, and that was great. That was well, a great it, not not as a not as a finishing cast though. That's that's the thing that's so, yeah so yeah. really cool about this, is it? Like they they've yeah. he's done enough. What did I say? It was the Shiraz, the yeah. French oak Shiraz cast, and then dropped it in a bourbon like that. Surely that's unheard of. Like yeah, th there was three separate casks too, and they were uh, part of the experimental French oak they were doing, and they they weren't going to release that. Just not because they weren't happy, but just because the amount of the vast amount of um, spirit that they had left. That's what from Justin's mouth. But um, he took it very happily. He was happy with the spirit. And then oh. I can picture. Yeah. Oh, so what, okay. Because you know, I I failed to mention that that this has come from uh, Spirit Thief in Tasmania. Yes. Um, yes. So okay, I see what you're saying. So, and I I didn't cotton on when he said this, but um, that was that was Spirit Thieves, the three um, French oak casts, Shiraz casts were Spirit Thieves, and he took that spirit from them and put it into his cask. Okay, wow, that that's that's really cool. Like that's so cool that they um, and like how would you how would you um, how, that would be so hard to pick, wouldn't it? Like literally, to well, he, know um, what spirit to put in there at that well, point in the maturation. Well, I remember this first post years ago, a few years ago. He had a, a wild turkey, a Russell's, and um, they're all single barrels and they all like really high proof. And it's one of it's one of one of the favorites. Everyone's every favorite bourbon drinker, basically the Red Label one. And uh, there was one of his first posts out there. And I always remember that back of my mind. And when he when he went into the bourbon finish, I'm thinking, okay, that makes sense. But you can picture, look, the picture I have of Justin when he's tasting barrels is with the big alchemist hat, you know, the wizard hat. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Because because he's he's told us offline. I'm sorry, listeners, we cannot divulge every single bit here, but offline some of the casks that he's got coming, and they're so exquisite and unique. Yep. And um yeah, you can also go on uh, backwards, backwards, scroll on backwards Instagram account, and you can see one cast that is put down. I think he's the only person that's used that type of malt in the world. Yep. yep. Wow. He's got he's he's got one coming. He's got the, his his next one coming. Um, I don't think he's he's it's released what it is or anything. No, no, there's one coming, and um, oh wow. Uh, it's 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 very different it's very very different um but exciting it, really exciting and um i think when he when he was telling us about it uh, maybe you weren't there Vic. maybe you had jumped off at this point i wasn't um i'm sorry i wasn't there for it i mean i, oh, I do well, know yeah. but yeah <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we can't we can't say anything, but anyway, it, it, you know, G14 like <laughs> yeah, so probably shouldn't have mentioned anything, but it's it's seriously, it's going to be exciting. Um, he's talking about it being sort of later this year. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be good. 
Um, if you if you jump on his Instagram page, whiskey uh, at whiskey in isolation, um, I think he's got a couple of teasers about what it is and where it is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you might you, you might get an indication. Well, you travel. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Nick. No, you the, got the first. story you got that first. it's that it's going to be coming from as well is already like has already been working on some amazing stuff as well and quite experimental um and yeah. aren't scared to push boundaries so definitely one to look at and if you're not on his mailing list as like whiskey in isolation jump on it so then that way you find out firsthand about when that release gets dropped so but um speaking of spirit thief though pulling it back to his first release i might um i might tuck into the uh the american oak cabernet from spirit thief which that come from a um, single malt whiskey club. So, yeah, I'm gonna tuck into that to finish off the rest of my stout because I've single got malt whiskey club. I've not, I've not heard of that club. What club is that? Queensland. Uh, Brad Wright oh. and Brendan forgot his name, last name, but yeah, um, yeah, they've been around for they've been around yeah. for a while. Yeah, single malt whiskey club. I thought so, maybe that's the one I thought was in Victoria that I used to. No, nah, these guys are up in Queensland, and uh, they also to. do the Rum Tribe as well. So that's the rum equivalent to whiskey. Mm. And the ah. Rum Tribe, you did know about Rum Tribe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's absolutely. a Rum Club in New South, and Rum Tribe is them up in Queensland. Yeah, I'm just petrified of joining because fuck me, I've been spending too much money. <laughs> I'm, the I'm the same. Whiskey. I'm the same. As you know, yeah, I've got yeah. to, uh, I've got to save some money for a trip overseas. So, um, yeah. you got Italy, yeah? I'll, I'll be, yeah, I've been told to pull my head in, so um, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to do that. Anyway, so we, 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 you know, there's we, a, there's an Italian whiskey over there. No, is there? There is. They make one. There's one particular. Uh, I'll, I'll look for it, but it's supposed to be really good. It's very limited. In, in numbers, but there is okay. there is a good single single malt single malt too. It's dark. It's very okay. dark. The labeling on it. You you know what? You go away and you research it. And you you let me know, I'll say, and, we, yes. and we might we might save it for the next the next short podcast. We might have a might have a discussion about what I need yes, to look if for. Brad while I'm some. Hopefully, you'll bring some down. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I can find it, I'll I'll bring it back. But we might we might pull it up there. So we we promised that we were only going to do a short one tonight, and um, we're oh, getting wow. up there now. So we might we might pull now. it up there. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets away, doesn't it? It gets away. Yeah, so, it does. We're having a good time. Thank you, playing. guys. I think I think that was good. I I think um, you know uh, it, it's good to just have a chat and have a dram and and talk Absolutely. about talk about Absolutely. a couple of whiskeys. So yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Before you go, Brad, Brad, just before yep. we go, um, the Wandering Bottle, a very quick update. I tried Ooh. three times to send to the US, three times it got sent back. Um, lucky it didn't go past Australian Customs because they sent it back to the point of origin. Uh, well, not lucky because if we've gone through Australian Customs, can go through anywhere. Australian Customs is, oh God. Anyway, so I thought I was on the blacklist, but I am not because I sent three samples with some Tim Tams, of course, to Chicago, to Jazz, which is Andalese at tonight's Poison. So most people would know him. Yep. Jazz, usually he wears a turban most of the time. And uh, 
I've seen funny three guy. samples. Very funny guy. Yeah, he's cool. It's cool. He sent three samples of uh, one of my favorite distillers. The distillers, Star Wars. I sent them Garin Oak, the Tawny, which is the port, Australian port, batch one. Uh, batch two, that was a week before you, you sent me the batch two, Brad. And the third one, fuck, it slips my mind now. And Garin Oak, Tawny, ah, Ginger Beer, Ginger Beer release two. Release Ooh. two. So it'll be interesting Ooh, to see okay. what he thinks of it. So he made that, it. That is pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So the wandering bottle got reduced to three little 100 mil samples, but the 300 mil made it safe to America. And there is another wandering bottle on the way somewhere in the world. Which so we need, we, we need to. I wonder if we could get him on. I wonder if we could get Chaz, him on. Yes, definitely. Up. We'll just have to yeah. work out the time, same as with 21, uh, work out the different times. We, we can figure that out. We, we can start playing. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. That was it. Okay. Okay, thanks. That That's awesome. That's really cool that it's back on the – back in, and it's back in, in play. So that's really cool. So anyway, thanks, John. Thanks, thanks Vic. Thanks, everybody, for having a listen. Um, yeah. We'll catch you on the next one. Next one. Cheers, all. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to review as it helps other whiskey fans to find us. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find us on Insta at banter underscore over underscore whiskey underscore podcast. For improvements, suggestions, or even if you'd like to join in on the fun as a guest, please email us on banter over whiskey podcast at gmail.com.